Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to today's podcast. My name is Liz Perez. I'm the Director of Worship Arts here at Calvary Chapel Worship Center, and I am joined today by Angie Magoulis. Angie is um, a huge part of our evangelism team. She's a big part of our uh, Awake America 365 team. She's even part of our preaching team. Yes. So um, today we're going to talk a little bit, um, a lot of bit, about worship. And that is such a broad category, you know, for me, when I start thinking about worship or talking about worship, a lot of times it's leaning more toward, you know, the praise and worship side of things and our services, which, you know, I think for a lot of people, it's probably their favorite part of service. You know, there's so much that can happen in in praise and worship, but worship is so much more than the 20 or 30 minutes, you know, that takes place on a stage once or twice a week so yes I definitely want to talk about you know what happens in a praise and worship service but I also want to talk about what worship really is and maybe what it isn't which is kind of like what isn't worship you know how, how do we navigate through this especially as the world's getting crazier you know, and, and we need to kind of have, have an anchor and we believe that Jesus is our anchor. So Angie, when you think about worship, just the word worship, what comes to mind for you? Uh, for me, as soon as I think about worship, I think of like reaching heaven, like blocking out everything around me and reaching heaven. And I think that for me, worship is all about me just bowing myself before God and just giving him everything I am like honoring who he is and showing him reverence and and anytime I worship a lot of times I'll worship on my knees you know because I want to just block out everything else Mm -hmm. and just give him my heart Mm -hmm. for me I think worship is worship is about God. Worship is about Jesus, Father, yeah. Son, and Spirit. And I think sometimes where things can get twisted is people think that worship is about me. Worship is about right. me feeling good after a long day of work. Right. And I mean, I've heard people say it, you know, I just got to get to worship and just, you know, dance and be free, which all those things are good. But yeah. we can so easily make worship about us when yeah. it's really the opposite. Yeah, that's so, so good. And I think... I think you're touching on something that I share a lot with people in the worship arts ministry. So as of right now, we have, gosh, over 80 people, which is insane. It's amazing. I don't understand it. I don't get it, Mm -hmm. but I'm so happy for it. That's awesome. You know, and we have just such a variety of talents and abilities, Mm -hmm. and it's so cool. But I try to, you know, I try to reach as, as the leader of the ministry, I try to reach people, you know, I try to share things with them and help them grow because yeah. I really want them to grow in their calling and what the Lord has given them. But, you know, I also want to share like practical things about worship and about our, our lives of, of worship because I believe we should live a life of worship. And I think, you know, you kind of touched on what I share a lot is we say worship, right? We say, oh, it's time for worship. But we're forgetting the praise side of it. We're mm-hmm. forgetting it's praise and worship. And there's, there's a biblical, you know, model for praise and worship. And I hear sometimes people say like, oh, you always start with fast songs and then you go to slow songs. Mm-hmm. Like we get it. We get the format. Well, we didn't create this format. The Lord created this format. That's you know? good. And we want to praise first mm-hmm. because we want to, it's like tithing. You know, we want to give to the Lord first. 
we want to give that praise to him and a lot of times what happens the biblical format for this is we praise we give thanks we lift up our voice we shout and triumph and and, and triumph with with just praise and thanksgiving and then his presence comes and That's we're good. able to worship so it is like a, a process and when you come in and you just worship okay great you know you're still worshiping the lord even in the praise mm-hmm. but like you said, if you're coming in with this, oh, it's for me, and I'm going right. to get filled up, and I'm going to feel better, you're missing an opportunity to experience the Lord, and you're missing an opportunity to sense His presence, and you're missing an opportunity to mature a little bit. Yeah. Because I think most people come into a praise and worship service really fleshy. You know, the average person isn't coming into church prayed up, isn't coming into church on fire isn't coming into church with a word for the person sitting next to them i know there are people who are but i'm just talking about the average mom and dad they've come in from work all week the kids were fighting on the way to church and they're just barely making it really and truly there's so many of us like that so they come in and they're missing an opportunity to grow and in a trial because sometimes just the day-to-day stuff is like a trial but to still be thankful in that, you know, to be thankful that they have a church to come to, to be thankful that the Lord has given them breath and kids and everything else and, and to, you know, to praise and, and give thanksgiving for that. So I think the way, the, a lot of reasons that people come in so fleshy, like you said, yeah. is I think the only way you can truly come into worship and adoration with the Lord publicly is if you already have that intimacy with Mm -hmm. him privately. Yeah, for sure. Like if the coming into church is the only time you're trying to experience God, you're you're not going to get it. You're going to get a very small touch of what it really is. But I think that for me, if I seek God at home and I'm seeking his face, like those that love him, seek him. Yeah. If you know God, yeah. you're seeking him. Yeah. And seeking him isn't just coming to church on right. Sunday and Thursday. Seeking him is knowing you need him and and, and craving that relationship every day. Yeah. And then worship just comes out of yeah. you easier. That's so good. Yeah. I share that a lot with people in worship arts. Mm-hmm. I share not too long ago I did a, a workshop for vocalists specifically. Mm-hmm. And we covered all kinds of things, but I kind of tricked them a little because I really wanted to touch on like the heart of what the worship ministry is about and what being you know on stage is about because it's not about us it's not about how good we sound because you a guys lot have of times we don't <laughs> you guys have it hard where people and i and sometimes i feel bad like because i could imagine having a bad day at work yeah. or something like that and then having to lead people into yeah. worship and a lot of the congregation they depend yeah. on you guys to make it happen yeah. bring heaven to earth for yeah. me right so I that i can to, worship so you do it yeah exactly <laughs> right but what i share with them is you know, and it sounds funny, I say, but in order to be comfortable on stage, because you do want to be comfortable when you're yeah. on stage and worship, you don't want to look awkward because the congregation is going to sense that awkwardness. It's true. You know, you want to be confident. And I, I share two things that there's nothing wrong with being confident in what the Lord has given you. It's good. But there's a problem when that confidence goes to pride. So you got to yeah. kind of be right on that line of, I'm confident the Lord has me here. I'm going to do this. Because when you step onto a stage or you step up, you know, to, to lead worship and you're not confident, in a sense, you're doubting God. Like, are you sure? Like, am I right for this? Did mm. you really want me to do this? You know, if you walk in the confidence of what he's called you to do, you're a lot more free. But I tell them, 
to get confident on stage, you have to practice your worship at home. That's good. Like you have to get pretend turn the radio on and pretend it's a worship <laughs> service. You know, let let the Lord touch you even in those private moments like you're talking about because then when you get on stage it's not going to be awkward. You're not going to wonder, what do I do with my arms? Which is a question I get so often. Like, I don't know what to do with my hands. Where do I put my (laughs) hands? You know? So it's so good sharing that because you do have to spend time with the Lord Mm -hmm. and, and practice, you know, that's what I tell them. Practice your worship because it's going to be so much more natural on stage. Mm -hmm. Um, As somebody who's not a part of the worship ministry, as far as being in the bands and, being on stage and singing or playing an instrument what is your take on the I guess the culture of our praise and worship here at Calvary Chapel Worship Center what what do you what what do you think you know when you're in the congregation in a worship service what is that experience like for you I um I wish, honestly, everybody would be more all in Mm because I think that they would experience God more. I think that some people, a lot of people can be reserved. I used to be the reserved one until I was like, you know, I, if I see people dancing and I see people all excited at the altar and I want what they have. And even if it's, it's a little uncomfortable getting there. I want to yeah. try it. But when I got up to the altar, it's like you kind of leave everything else behind you. Yeah. You know, sometimes in, so in worship when you're sitting in this in the seats, you know, you have some people texting. I get distracted. You have people yeah. texting. You maybe overhear someone playing a game. Maybe one person's not into it. You know, like there's – I'll I'll start focusing on those things, you yeah. know. Then next thing you know, I see I'm not focused. Right. So I, I love that our church gives a – has a culture that they're like, hey, the altar's open. Yeah. come at any time a lot of churches the altar is only for those who are in deep sin and I love that we have freedom at the altar and I think it's just a little glimpse of what heaven's going to be like Mm -hmm. everybody together everybody dancing and being free arms Mm -hmm. lifted up and for me it's like that's the closest to heaven that we can get is when people are worshiping in spirit and in truth and and so I I always tell people like if you're getting distracted or you can't really enter in or you're having a hard time go as close to the altar as you can you know like and and just be free you know so I love the open altar that's my favorite part about about the worship that's good it's Mm -hmm. good to hear it's a different experience for Mm -hmm. me because it's so rare that I'm not part of a worship band somewhere during service you know so for me I have to make sure that I'm getting filled up kind of outside of a worship service that's right but you know when you're truly a Christ follower you can get filled up anywhere that's right if you choose to so I don't have to have a traditional worship service that's right like most of the congregation I am worshiping when I'm on stage, you know. Um, I won't sit here and say there aren't times where I'm not distracted. I'm a human. I'm Absolutely. not always like, yes, yeah. Jesus. Sometimes I'm like, I wonder what my child's doing, you yeah. know. And, and then, like you said, you yeah. have to rein it back in. And mm-hmm. for me, a lot of times when I get to that, like, point of distraction, I will close my eyes and I will picture Jesus on the cross. That's good. And I immediately, yes. like, back to the Lord here. That's good. You know, so – I, I want to just talk a little bit, like I was sharing, I don't have to be in a traditional worship, praise and worship mm-hmm. setting to get filled up because worship isn't just music and it isn't just, you know, the bands and it isn't just that 30 minutes in a service. Mm-hmm. For me, worship is, I'm going to wake up today 
and I'm going to have a good attitude because Jesus died for me. That's right. <laughs> you know, and it's making a conscious effort in, in the day-to-day stuff, in the hard times. And, you know, we are so unbelievably blessed and fortunate in America to have what we have, to have this ability to come to a church and worship and it's not illegal and we're not getting you know persecuted or anything for it Um, but sometimes it just feels like even the day-to-day stuff is just really hard you know being a mom running a ministry being a wife being a friend paying bills all of that stuff it's certainly not a trial it's life but it's very easy to lose sight of Mm -hmm. everything and what really matters and maybe this sounds a little <laughs> it sounds a little morbid but really none of this matters you know it's, it's just a stepping stone for eternity it's just a stepping stone to get to Jesus and yes being with your family and friends all of that is important and all of that is good and the lord designed all of that but in the grand scheme of things it's just a snap of a finger mm-hmm. eternity is forever it's true. you know so worship for me is so much more than and just the music and and my job and 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 people and organizing bands and picking songs um for you what what is what is your life of worship what does that mean for you what is it outside of music and great songs and anointed singers you know what what does that look like it's so good that you said that because I always try to talk to people about how worship is so much more than the music. Yeah. Because I can go to Africa and there's like yeah, no songs at it's all. Amazing. It's just people just lifting up their voices and just and just uh, just giving the Lord everything that they are, like everything yeah. that they have. You know, in India they cannot sing a song. If they'll get shut down if they're if they Gosh. lift up their voices and it sounds like anything to be uh, music to another God or to Jesus, wow. they shut it down. I was just talking to a pastor yesterday, and so. So I think living a life of worship is where you hit at home, you know, having that constant everyday adoration yeah. of the Lord. I think mm-hmm. that's what worship is, yeah. adoring him and who he is, what he's given you. Right. Walking in worship, I would say, is walking and choosing him, mm-hmm. you know, choosing him in the decisions that we make, um, choosing waking up and spending time with him first mm-hmm. before we do anything else, you know, choosing him over sleeping in a little bit longer, <laughs> you know, yeah. or choosing the choosing to speak with a gentle attitude instead of right. snapping at someone. I think that how we live our lives is how we worship the Lord, yeah. you know? It doesn't have to be a music, and it doesn't have to be even uh, getting on our knees and lifting yeah. our hands. Worship is an attitude. It's yeah. an attitude that, you know, when people see me, they're going to see Jesus because yeah, what goes in is what comes out. Yeah. And I think living like that is worship, truly yeah. worshiping in with our lives, with our finances, with the decisions that we make. Yeah, that's so good. I, I was reading a book not too long ago, and it's this part stuck with me the author was saying i want to be around people who spill jesus when they're bumped that's good so i love that and i i have been thinking that lately like all right when i get bumped so in other words when life throws something at me Mm -hmm. when the enemy throws something at me and i get bumped like a a glass on a table with water in it i want to spill out jesus i want to spill out love and kindness and gentleness and taking a step back maybe when I you know yeah. want to say something or want to act a certain way in my flesh but I want to live my life like that I want to spill Jesus when I'm bumped and I love that I love that so much and I think that kind of sums up you know what we're both saying that that is worship that is choosing him and, and living our lives for him mm-hmm. you know so much more than just 
just the bands and and the music and the songs but I do want to say if you're out there and you're listening to this and you have some talent that the Lord can use come on and use it okay we're always looking for musicians we're always looking for people who um, want to be a part of our worship experience here in our services so um, get in touch with me I'll be happy to to talk to you a little bit and you know again worship is so much more than just the music and we just really wanted to to reiterate that today and just encourage you to um, you know live a lifestyle of worship make sure you spill Jesus when you're bumped um, and and just look to him and be thankful and choose him in every in every situation so thank you so much for listening to us today um, looking forward to seeing you in our services <laughs>